Welcome to the Manx Theatre Podcast. Come on to the theatre, hi diddle dee dee, an actor's life for me, a high silk hat and a silver cane, a watch of gold. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Manx Theatre Podcast with me, Neil Callan. And me, Neil King. Thank you to everyone who's listened to our previous episodes. If you're new to the podcast, welcome along and thanks for joining us. You can listen to all of our previous episodes through our accounts on Facebook and Instagram, as well as through Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts and manxradio.com forward slash podcasts. Coming up on this week's podcast, I chat to Simon Fletcher and Emily Coates from The Sound of Music. So that's the Douglas Crowe Union, isn't it? It is, yes. Coming up very soon. Here we are then. First episode of 2020. Yes. Yeah, it's been a, a bit of a break for us, hasn't it? It has, yeah. But a bit of time off over, over Christmas and New Year and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, February though. Time to get back to it, eh? Exactly, and uh, we're looking forward to a really good year of theatre over here as well, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots coming up already this year, and no doubt there'll be a lot more to come up later on. But uh, at the moment, I mean, we're looking forward towards the, the Douglas Core Union Sound of Music in February. There's Madfa's One Act Festival in March. The Manx Operatic Society, then they're putting on Ghost the Musical in March. Later on, there's the Madfa's Easter Festival of Full-Length Plays. Then later, also this year, Madfa have got a bit of a bit of a scoop that they've also been asked to uh, host the British All Winners Final. Oh. So the winners of the Wanak Festival and also the Easter Festival will be taking part in that, alongside other people from from several other one act and, and full length play festivals around the UK. Oh, so they'll yeah. be coming here to compete on the Isle of Man. So that's going to be quite exciting yeah, as well. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, later on, then in the summer, we have Taylorian Productions are putting on School of Rock. Then into the autumn, we've got Christine Wild Theatre School. They're doing The Wizard of Oz at the Gaiety Theatre. And then there is Centre Stage with Annie. And then finishing the year is uh, Sean Productions again. They're coming in with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs this year. What a year. Yeah, it's a, a fun-packed year yeah. already. And no doubt there'll be lots of other little bits and pieces that'll oh, yeah. crop up as the year goes yeah. along that we've not been come aware of yet. Yeah, so. we've missed a few there, haven't we? Oh, yeah. yes, I'm sure there's probably an awful lot that we've yeah. missed there. But, um, yeah, if if you've got anything that's coming up at the Gaiety or anywhere else around the island, you know, when you want us to have a, a quick chat about it, then, yeah, by all means, give us a shout. So shall we get on with the episode? Yes, let's get on with it. Okay. So then, this is Neil King's interview with Simon Fletcher and Emily Coates as they talk about the upcoming production of the Douglas Choral Union's The Sound of Music. Start at the very beginning, a very good place to start when you read. You Simon, Emily, thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Nice to be here. Welcome to the podcast. First of all, then, today we're on the 10th of February, Monday, so we're starting on Friday, aren't we? The show starts. Yeah. How are you feeling at the moment? A mixture. Yeah. Mostly excited. A little bit terrified and definitely exhausted. That's me anyway. <laughs> exhausted yeah. already. Oh, yeah. It's not a good start, is it? <laughs> well, you've not been well. I've be not been oh, well. Yeah, I've heard. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm back now, though. Are you feel better. Yeah. yeah, loads better. That's good. Yeah. There's always a little bit of trepidation, I think, in any show. Yeah. Um, you know, the set's starting to go up, uh, the gaiety, and it all becomes real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're always a little bit apprehensive mm. before any any show. I think as much as you're looking forward to it, there's always that little bit of terror. Like yeah. you say, yeah, a little bit <laughs> terrified. But yeah, th- thoroughly looking forward to it. You know, um, I say I've done the show a couple of times before, um, but it it's still different. Yeah. You know, mm. um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the set all. Properly. Yeah, we'll nice, get to see nice, it for the first time tonight. Nice lovely looking floors being put down. Every yeah, green floor, looking yeah. very yeah. 
brand spanking we new. We got to try on our costumes yesterday, which I'm very pleased with mine. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Maria in the show is stylish. Really? She has great shoes, okay. which I'm a fan of. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, so I've been pleasantly surprised. Extensive wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. my, a lot of my costumes are having to visit wardrobe because they're... Uh, mm. Trousers, 36 waist on one set of trousers and 30 on the other. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's a bit bizarre. They measure you and then they send these things that are sort of fit different people, you know. How have the rehearsals been going? It's been really good, yeah. really good. Um, it's been like, it's been quite a long rehearsal period. We had obviously a two week break over Christmas. Yeah. So since Christmas, it's kind of, we've just been in the thick of it. Yeah. And it's been a lot but it's been really good and we've obviously got two sets of children so we have to rehearse with each of them so we have kind of separate rehearsals for each they kind of tend to do alternate nights yeah so we end up doing quite a lot yeah um but it's well it's been very useful for me because i i haven't done the show before and so it's now feeling like it is in my head yeah. and I know what I'm doing um so it's yeah. great for the kids because they get more more they do it the more confident yeah. they get as well mm-hmm. um so, you know, you know you're going to have to do all the scenes twice um, mm. over, which was the case early on. But like Emily said, latterly, they've been doing sort of one night, one set of kids and the next night, the other mm. set of kids. So, yeah, it's been fine. But, um, yeah, the next couple of nights will be interesting. The tech, yeah. tech rehearsals, yeah. getting the kids, get all the cast used to where they're coming on. You know more or less where you're going on from rehearsal rooms, but uh, all of a sudden, you know, you might have a door. Yeah where you didn't quite yeah. expect it or a window that you can't walk through. Um, and there's always you know. there's always changes as yeah, well yeah. that kind of get made once yeah. you get in the theatre. So, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. Just hoping to get to get full houses now. Tickets yeah, are going definitely. pretty well, but there's um, you know, still tickets to be had. Yeah. But, um, mm. yeah. So it is a traditional and classic show, really, isn't it? And like you were saying before, Simon, you've been in the show a couple of times before? Yeah, I did it with with the with the society... Um, 15 years ago 2005 mm-hmm. um, which I was watching I remember being in the audience oh, really? for that one yeah <laughs> won't say how old I was <laughs> then yeah, like okay. Yeah, okay. 13 or something <laughs> yeah. yeah well I think I was only about 27 when I did it yeah sure sure <laughs> <laughs> so what are the big differences then between uh, the first time you did it and, the, and this one um not, not, it'll be interesting to get down there because looking at the set it looks like a, a very similar set to the one we had last time mm-hmm. Although um, I think the house from the captain's entrance is completely the opposite way around on the stage. Mm-hmm. So everything is sort of back to front from yeah. the last time I did it. <laughs> and then when I did it in Ireland about seven, eight years ago, that was um, a, the National Concert Hall in Dublin. It was a bit like the like the Albert Hall. Okay. So there was no facilities for flying cloths in. There's no bars or anything like that. So it was a completely open hall. So that was different. Everything had to be done with, with lighting you know to get to yeah. create the effects so that was that was quite different really but uh, but you know really enjoyable and that was with with Tony of course so yeah. to do the show with him again is great but obviously in a proper theatre yeah um so yeah it's it's great so emily for those people who haven't seen the film or the show can you tell me about your character i play maria who starts the show as a trainee nun 
I think she's a postulant. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get up to speed on my Catholicisms, <laughs> which I had no knowledge of before. Um, uh, she is causes a bit of trouble in the Abbey, and so the Mother Abbess sends her to be a governess in uh, Captain Von Trapp's house. Uh, Captain Von Trapp, played by Simon, and he has seven children who she kind of falls in love with and has lots of fun with. And, spoiler alert, the captain and Maria fall in love. And then it becomes a show where Nazis get involved. So it's got a bit of everything. Children, nuns, Nazis. I'm not going to tell you the ending. (laughs) It'll be a big surprise to everyone, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, Maria's great. I I especially love her in the early parts of the show where she's really playful and fun and not afraid to speak her mind and she like stands up to the captain which is really great I kind of get to have a bit of a a whinge at Simon which is fun (laughs) and then they get married and she kind of becomes his docile support system (laughs) still time to change that yeah Yeah. I might come out with like a completely revolutionary ending (laughs) Maria says no (laughs) that would be a spoiler of it (laughs) And can you tell us about the captain? Sorry. Well, he's very stern. He's he's a, a captain, a naval captain, obviously, in the First World War in Germany. Um, and so he's got that sort of regiment sort of feel about him. Everything has to be precise. He, the kids march around the grounds and they have their, their lessons and they're very sternly sort of brought up, really. Um, he's sort of fallen into this, this way a little bit since his wife's died, Um reading between the lines in the script you know i think he was he used to play there's references to him he used to play the guitar and violin and mm. they used to have nice musical evenings but once his wife's died and when maria comes as the governess none of that is happening at all he seems to have shut that all out of his life and um he he's very much quite a, a lonely person i think although he has two friends in max and elsa and he's sort of very friendly with both of them elsa it looks like they're going to get married at one point but i I don't think the captain is ever really in love with her. It's yeah. just it's a relationship of, of convenience, I think. Mm-hmm. They're both sort of fairly well, fairly well off and yeah. they like each other's company. But obviously when Maria comes on the scene, although she's a bit... <laughs> she leapfrogs. She leapfrogs ah. her she way into sorts, his heart. Yeah, but oh. he, yes, he, he, he falls for her, you know, eventually. Um, mm. And that opens up his, his softer side as well and it shows he has got a bit of, yeah. bit of fun in him. The way to every man's heart is a leapfrog, isn't it? Wow. Always said that. Always said <laughs> that. Wait until you see it. Make your decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Don't silence face. Yes, it's something to behold. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done it in a dress yet. That's what I'm yeah. most oh, really? worried about. Oh, yeah. yeah. The kids seem Could to go at different heights every time oh, you try to leapfrog. Oh, you know. And I'm always scared I'm just going to crush them. Yeah. yeah. So you said last time you watched it, Emily, what, do you have any connection with the show in general? Or was it a favourite growing up? Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, like so many people, I watched it from being, like before I can even remember, I was probably watching it. Me and my friends would put pillowcases on our heads to be the nuns. <laughs> yes, yeah, so many memories of it from being so young. And I just mm-hmm. loved it. I absolutely loved it. My sister made me laugh, though. We were talking about it the other day. And uh, she, again, had watched it with me and loved it. And we probably dressed up and sang it all when we were little. But she was saying that she had 
completely forgotten the ending and she thought it finished when they got married and that was the end right. i was like no there's a whole other like story that happens <laughs> after that with nazis and so she was like what there's oh. nazis in it i'm like yeah <laughs> um yeah no i loved it from such a young age and i think i just always wanted to be julie andrews and everything yeah. that she ever did so amazing, and i still do yeah. i mean she's amazing she's still amazing isn't she? she's yeah. still incredible yeah, and I was looking today at the the soundtrack. There's so many songs in there, isn't Ugh, there? so many everyone. classics as well. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really seen it much, but I, I know ninety percent of the songs yeah. as well. What, yeah. What's your favourite to do? Oh, favourite to do. Well, okay, so my favourite in the show is not one I actually get to sing, but it's Climb Every Mountain. I just oh, yeah. think it's probably Did one of the yeah, best TLC, yeah. show songs yeah. ever written. And mm. in our show, it's performed by Christine Bugatti, who is just oh, amazing. Yeah. I get chills. What is just incredible. But my favourite to do is probably Confidence. I have Confidence because it's a really nice gutsy kind of character song lots of movement lots of energy it's really fun what's my favorite yeah, what's i've already favorite? got one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is that your favorite Otherwise, <laughs> yeah it's a nice it's yeah. a nice little uh, um love song yeah um, it's lovely and it's one that everybody knows yeah it's a standard yeah. Um, isn't it yeah. yeah it's a strange rogers and hammerstein they they wrote not well not so much with oklahoma and carousel but um the sound of music and the king and i mm-hmm. They're both roles that have very little singing for, mm. for their leading men. Yeah. The That's King and really I only has one song yeah. in, in that show. And similarly with the Captain Oliver, he sings a little bit of the sound of music and a little bit of at the, in the concert later on with the children and Maria. And the Lonely Goat Herd as well. Oh, the, the, yeah. the two previous times I've done this show, I've I've managed to escape doing the Lonely Goat Herd, but... Uh, <laughs> I've obviously done something to upset Tony. <laughs> he's, he's put me in it this time, so yeah, yeah that's that's been fun. It's quite a difficult one, actually. Bit of yodeling. There's a lot of people um, with lines in that number, and it's been yeah. quite, it chops quite, and changes, and trying to remember to who's saying which bit. Oh, wow. is, yeah. When am I singing? When am I not yeah. singing? Yeah, just give us yeah. give us a prod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if in doubt, just sing. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, good luck with the show. Thank um, you. Yeah, I hope I hope it goes well for you. How many shows are you doing? Ten. Ten. Mm, three yeah. matinees and seven matinees, evening wow. performances. There's, there's wow. two matinees on both the Saturdays. Yeah. Saturday the 15th and Saturday the 22nd and a matinee also on the Sunday the 16th. And I'm then... very impressed you know that well done. I know, that's impressive. <laughs> and then evenings, Friday, Saturday, there's no show on the Monday mm-hmm. as far as I know. No. Yeah. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday again. Yeah. Fantastic. So it's two full weekends, which is nice. Yeah. And um, it's just perfect for the whole family. The Manx Theatre Podcast, taking a look behind the scenes of the Manx Theatre. So we have a list of questions to get to know you both a little better. So our first question is, what was the first role that you ever played? Emily? Oh gosh, my first kind of mate, my first taste of being the main role was when I was about nine. And it was a dance show, it was with Dancers Bar, and I was Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. And I've still got my ruby slippers. (laughs) My cat is called Judy Garland. Um, So that was quite a 
a kind of important moment in my life. Yeah, both my cats have surnames. I've got another cat called Ginger Rogers as well. I'm just waiting for a Gene (laughs) Kelly and a Fred Astaire, but we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, so, but then kind of proper musical role was probably at school, Eliza in My Fair Lady, which was like a dream. And I would love to do that again. Yeah. Great role. Mm. Wow, so you started off big there. No, no ensemble for you, was there? <laughs> I have done duty. ensemble. I have yeah. definitely, but yeah. <laughs> they were kind of my big main ones yeah. to begin with. Brilliant. And Simon, what was your first one? Yeah, probably back at Balakamine School, if we're talking back to childhood. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did. Balakamine have had a very good reputation oh, yeah. since back in the sort of mid 70s, I think. Still do. Still Stella, do, yeah. yes. I hear. <laughs> Christmas Carol. Uh, it was about 1977 and I think they'd just done one or two shows previous to that Alice in Wonderland and I had three nights playing Scrooge's nephew in A Christmas Carol Fred and three nights playing the poulterer the turkey seller but but I had a song they they both had songs so it was quite quite nice Um, who directed that was that that was done by um, was it Janet Norris Pam Clark um, Janet Norris oh I love that Wendy McDowell and Jenny Cooley I mean legends they were the the team of four that did um producing directing choreographing and yeah musical That's direction amazing. so that got me sort of going um at, at Balcomine. then i didn't really do anything throughout my teenage years because i was busy playing sport and then i got into doing i think it was 1980 about 10 years later when the choral were doing the king and i and karen and gary corkle had just got married i think they did it in the in the winter they did it about for january february and then they they did it again for some reason in the summer or around about june time they repeated it and Gary and Karen were on the honeymoon and I don't know, there was some strange thing about dates that meant coming back. Anyway, I was asked to understudy the part of Luntar for Gary um, in case he didn't get back from his honeymoon or something. <laughs> um, anyway, I understudied the part for him. Anyway, he did get back, but I went into the ensemble and played in the ensemble for that. And then I did a couple of minor parts in GNS shows, but it wasn't until about 1995 that I did my first sort of main role. So I was like, Oh, just over 30 before I played oh. my first sort of wow. I never main knew role. That. Yeah. Um, and that was Carousel, that was Billy Bigelow and Carousel. So that's that holds a special place for me, really, yeah. because it was the first sort of major role that I did. Um, mm. And it was, you know, one of my favourite shows, still is again. Yeah. Mm. Another yeah. classic Rogers and Hammerstein, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many shows you've done, you've done then? I was trying to fathom it out between mm. the DCU, the Gilbert and Sullivan Society, uh, and. Taylorian, and I think this is the 39th. I think wow. that's pretty good going. We'll have to have a party when it's full, yeah. yeah. But that's probably in about 20, 25 years, yeah. you know. So yeah. there have been some years where I've been going straight from one, yeah, and into another. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Emily? How many have you done? Oh, not that many. Mm. So, just in kind of like proper big shows mm. Sunset, Phantom, West Side Story, Spam a lot, and then there's five. This is my fifth. Five pretty good ones, though, eh? Yeah, doing yeah, okay. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. Okay, so Emily, what was your favourite role then? Oh my gosh, probably. It's either Betty in Sunset Boulevard or Christine in Phantom. Mm. They were just both. I mean, Betty, because it was my first, and John Cumberledge took a bit of a leap of faith with me. He just taught me, he taught me kind of everything I feel like I know about what to do on a stage. I'd done like lots of singing and I'd done bits of acting and whatnot, but he really just kind of got me going and 
was just so amazing. So I loved that show, and it was just you were in it as well, Simon. It was mm, like yeah, great, yeah. fun show, and different as it was well. Really different. I, mean, I watched it. It was really yeah. Good show. yeah. It was and very different. Though, yeah. yeah, and then obviously Phantom was just a huge deal, yeah. and getting Christine and doing yeah. however many performances it was. That was that was epic. That was good. Yeah, loved good. it. I've just actually finished editing a interview Neil Callan did with Damien Neil and that's going to be on a different episode and he was talking about how much he loved Sunset Boulevard. He was incredible in Sunset. It was kind of for both of us. I think it was his first main part Mm -hmm. and mine and we just kind of had the best time. It was really fun. And Simon, what's your favourite been then? I, one, I was just it? saying this to Emily. I, I, I don't really. You know, I, I struggle to narrow it down to five, to be honest. Oh. Never alone of a, of a favourite. Wow. Um, probably Carousel because of being the first major role, as, as Emily mm. was saying, with her first major role. That always is very special. Um, I enjoyed the. I enjoyed doing the comedy shows as well. So me and my girl was great fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the King and I. Mm. It's just an absolute classic. That's a, a fantastic. It was role. such a good production. I yeah. loved that show. And that was John Cumberledge again as yeah, well, it was and just it's just, amazing. just brilliant. The whole thing about it, mm. and I very luckily got to do that across in England as well with John mm. alongside Sarah mm. Buckley, who was playing Norma in Norma Sunset, in yeah. Sunset oh, yeah. over here. Yeah. Producers that, was great. that would have to be right up there, yeah. because it was so off the scale. It was a completely bonkers, and I think well, you were involved as well, yeah. Neil. I, I just still think, miss it. I, I still it, miss it. I think it's yeah. probably one of the. The best times I've had as far as like rehearsals were a hoot yeah. from start to finish. The whole thing about it and the run of the show was just, just brilliant. Exhausting. I mean, yeah. really mm, exhausting yeah. physically. But So that would have to be up there. And and again, going back 10, 15 years, The Witches of Eastwick. Again, mm. that was so so different at the mm. time. And I know again, Anthony Williams took a bit of a leap of faith with me because I'd done Sound of Music the year before and I'd done Kiss Me Kate with him. And of course, playing the devil, I think he wondered, could I be... That that nasty and yeah. see that sort of. <laughs> you had it in you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he still wondered at rehearsal, but he said once you got on the theatre stage and with a costume on you, it was like it something just took over. Yeah, you. Oh. Um, and then Barnum. I have to go back to that one. Yeah. Well. That, that, oh, that just a great that was show. just a, that's a show I'd love to have done. You know now. Yeah. But maybe not the age I am. But with um, I mean at the time it, it it was it was great, but it could it could be better now with the great um, directors that we've got yeah. and everything you've got on stage mm. that you can use these days with all the effects and everything yeah. it could be brilliant but again just learning the tricks learning to walk tightrope and stuff like that it was it was yeah that was that was a special show but again a, an enormous role but never forget it yeah imagine doing it now with all the health and safety laws though <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you can't even walk in the back yeah. door now yeah. you've got, like, you know, hard, hat. hard hats and uh, <laughs> steel toe caps yeah <laughs> If you're interested in local musicians and artists, check out our sister podcast, Supergroup, where Neil King talks to Manx songwriters and musicians as they set up their fantasy supergroup. You're listening to the Manx Theatre Podcast with Neil King and Neil Callan. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favourite things. Now we come to the dream role. So Emily, we'll go back to you. Oh, we now this is difficult because mm-hmm. there's just there's so many that I would still love to do. Christine was a dream, mm-hmm. oh, but there's so many. I'd love to do. I'd love to be Kate and Kiss Me Kate. 
I'd love to do Eliza again yeah. properly. I'd love to do shows, like kind of lesser-known shows, like The Light in the Piazza is one of my absolute favourites. So Clara in that, the music is just incredible. Basically, any role that Kelly O'Hara has played, <laughs> I, that's what I'd want to yeah. do. She, her kind of career is just my dream. She's yeah. just done everything that I'd love to do. Fantastic. There's so many. Yeah. About yourself, Simon. Uh, I there's so many shows I haven't seen. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know. I mean, one that, that I would like to to play, and that's probably going back to the school days. I would love to play Scrooge. Yeah. I'm not a huge pantomime fan, but I'd love to do the musical version of, of Scrooge yeah. around Christmas time. Yeah. That would be that would be something I'd love to do. Oh, the thought of doing a show at Christmas does not appeal to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't normally to me, but I, 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 would, I would bite the bullet if that yeah. became available again. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to do that at Christmas. You could, yeah, yes. no, oh, it wouldn't yeah. be right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm probably I've been very lucky, very lucky over over the years to play some fantastic roles. Mm. So there's probably a, some of those have probably been me dream roles. Yeah. I think you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, probably if that one that I haven't played yet is maybe Scrooge, maybe yeah. even Fagin. Oh, you know, yeah. good There's a, a, a Dickens thing going on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a misery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah miserable and you know. Yeah. I love it. Okay, next one. The part you were born to play. So this is like the the character or part that's most like you to be the easiest okay. to kind of step into. Help. I identify <laughs> so much with no, I don't really, but I feel like from this is just from childhood, Ariel in the Little oh, Mermaid. Yeah. I would die if I got to be Ariel. <laughs> but I definitely am too old for it now and I don't think I could pull off like having my midriff out on stage anymore. <laughs> um but I would love to be Ariel. Yourself, like Ariel's Simon. mother. <laughs> what, what best suits my yeah? So, part you were born to play. Born to play. Yeah, most like you. Well, <laughs> I had I had a lot of compliments at the time about having played Henry Higgins. Mm. <laughs> Various people came up and said you looked very at ease in that role, yeah. <laughs> being nasty to the opposite yeah. sex. You know, <laughs> which I'd like to think I'm not really, but <laughs> it's a good role. Yeah, but, yeah. it's such a great show. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great show. Mm-hmm. the king as well and and, and and going back to the scrooge i'm quite a solitary person at times i do enjoy joy company but i like time on my own like yeah. you know my own company as well yeah. so maybe there's something about those solitary sort of yeah. people that mm. um appeals to me yeah. maybe you can't say scrooge again you're not like scrooge maybe is i don't know yeah you just don't see it <laughs> You're listening to the Manx Theatre Podcast. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight. So the next question is then, what was your best and worst costume? I've definitely been spoiled. I've been spoiled with costumes. I mean, going back to the John Cumberledge Taylorian, like the amount of thought and detail and he would pick out the necklace that went with the earrings that went with the shoes that and it was the finest most beautiful beautiful stuff i mean i i loved my costumes in sunset obviously phantom was kind of on another level and i had stuff made for me and they were kind of they were very similar to the original phantom costumes but they had their own little spin on them so i kind of felt like i had my own christine costumes um, and they were just beautiful. But Spam a lot last year. I again, like I was not expecting, but I loved my costumes. Mm-hmm. I had some. Yeah. I'll tell you what the worst one is. I've just thought of it. It was in Spam a lot. 
and it was when I came out in the Knights of the Round Table in that I had to have night outfit on that I had to do a strip tease yep. and take off but it was like the cheapest plastic <laughs> it had been battered it basically just didn't stay on I had to kind of walk so that it wouldn't fall off and then attempting to do any kind of like moderately sexy anything was really hard work in that so that was the worst but underneath I had a lovely white share kind of yes. inspired outfit that was quite fun yeah there's nice outfits in there yeah, yeah it was yeah. good yeah. What about yourself, Simon? Best uh, and worst? Best, probably, uh, I would have to agree with Emily, it's John Cumlidge's mm. detail yeah. in, in costumes and everything, accessories that went with it. Uh, and I, looking back at you know, some of the photographs, the the, the king, some of uh, the outfits mm. I had for, for the king and the king and I, um, the jackets and that were just, you know, they looked like this, they were gold and yeah. looked like they had diamonds on. They were that, that <laughs> sort of, and f- made to fit absolutely perfectly. Yeah, I, I love There's so many to try and, think about um probably the worst last year possibly the lancelot reveal (laughs) i loved that outfit (laughs) because i'm quite self-conscious when uh, (laughs) when i when i haven't got much to wear uh unfortunately i was given a chance to wear a bit more than maybe some lancelots would would do in that situation (laughs) um and then i wouldn't say it was the worst it was a great costume but it was it was one that um became uncomfortable when we did cats with taylorian we all had to wear these all-in-one yeah. mm. suits that were lycra and they just stuck to you and every night you were just dripping and yeah. dripping with sweat so they were some pretty horrible uncomfortable stories about but... people's outfits and oh yeah, mm. yeah hang them up to dry wash yeah. them every couple of days yeah. and... <laughs> but i had a nice kilt and a outfit to wear on top of it you know nice. but even that got absolutely drenched yeah. you know the yeah. waistcoat and yeah. everything but yeah um because a lot of parts have just worn suits for yeah. various things <laughs> yeah. so if i had to off the top of my head i'd say that lancelot one last year was pretty yeah <laughs> I was actually listening to the um, new recording of uh, Nine to Five the other day, and I, I just didn't had in my head you you the final scene in your uh, in your loincloth, weren't you? Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's probably probably the worst. Thanks for reminding me. Oh yeah. I don't you, remember that. You no, well, it was literally on and off yeah. in about yeah, ten it was seconds, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It was just at the end of the show where they're saying what happened to the various people yeah, and, yeah. and uh, you know, yeah. I went off to you Bolivia or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and the last question then, uh, the gender swap role. So, Emily, which which male part would you would Do you, you know, like to play? this is an interesting one because if you'd have asked me this 10 years ago, I'd have probably had loads because mm. um, I always used to rant about how men always got the best songs and yeah. they kind of historically definitely do. But there's so many like recent musicals that have been written from a female perspective or with a female slant that have got amazing like I went to see Six um, a couple of months ago and it's the band is all women it was written by a woman like the cast is all female and it's just amazing it was amazing but gender swap I always wished I could sing um, Something's Coming from West Side Story or Maria because they are just the most amazing songs um, but I'd love to do a female Jesus Christ superstar, oh, wow, okay. and like we can just 
a whole female slant on the Bible. Yeah. She's a woman. Yeah. Like Mary Magdalene's a man. I'd love that. And then to get a chance to sing us some of those songs from Jesus would be incredible because yeah. they're, I mean, it's just so not something that's within my vocal range, but. Um, <laughs> you can change the key, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Down, yeah. Make it singable. <laughs> like slightly more classical. Yeah. No, I, lo- I love the music in Jesus and I think mm. he gets some amazing songs. Wow, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. It would. Wow. Okay. And Simon, breaking my brain here. Like <laughs> keep talking, Emily. Yeah, yeah. Keep going back in shows. Let's give you. It's some like you say six. You think things like six. You know, I've not seen that. Oh, you it's so loads of shows. Good. Yeah, the music so sounds good. good. And you go, and it's like being at a concert. Yeah, it's just rowdy and fun, and mm. it's brilliant. It's a great really. idea, isn't it? It's yeah, great, so great good. For the show, yeah. yeah, so good. I mean, I did. I did enjoy the time we we did kiss me, Kate. I must say. Mm-hmm. Um, You'd, like, you'd make Kate, a good Kate. Yeah, yeah. again, because that's probably, you know, the she gets... very feisty mm. sort of role. But yeah, there's probably plenty out there if I ever get time to yeah. go down to London. In which I'm hoping to go and see 9 to 5, actually, oh, uh, really? next month Yeah, in London uh, with Brian Connolly <laughs> playing the lead. Brilliant. Okay. So, guys, thanks. thank you for coming in. Thanks for having us. And good luck with the show. Thanks, thanks. mate. Yep. See you soon. Cheers. <laughs> thanks, mate. <laughs> so that brings episode 12 to a close so again thank you very much to emily and simon for coming in and having a chat with me sorry about my annoying laugh all the way through that couldn't really edit it out but um, i must have found them very funny but they're lovely people and it was a great a lovely chat but looking forward then to episode 13 mm. um, as neil mentioned earlier on i met up with damien neil uh, a few months ago when he was on a brief trip home and caught up with him on what's been happening with him since leaving drama school. And you'll be able to hear all of that in the next episode of the Max Theatre Podcast in the next couple of weeks. Remember to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages to get notifications of upcoming episodes and events. If you have any events that you'd like us to talk about or promote on a future episode, you can contact us through our social media accounts or by email to manxtheatrepodcast at gmail.com. All that remains is for us to say thank you for listening, and we hope you join us again next time on the Manx Theatre Podcast. I've been Neil Cowan. Happy Neil King. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Hi, An actor's life is fun. You wear your hair, a pompadour. You ride around in a coach and four. You stop and buy out a candy store. An actor's life for me. The Manx Theatre Podcast. Taking a look behind the scenes of the Manx Theatre.